Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Wrestling. Spencer Love here, and you know that I love doing interviews. I love chatting with everybody I've got on the show, but uh, I got a special place in my heart for good Canadians, people who really influenced my love of pro wrestling, and hot damn, we've got pretty well the epitome of that today. <laughs> Taya Valkyrie, La Huera Loca, someone who, if I was to list all the championships she's got, we'd probably take my entire time slot. So I'm just going to start off, friend. How you doing? Thanks for joining. I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm great. I got no complaints. It's a beautiful day in Edmonton. Hopefully you're getting a good one on the West Coast as well. And hopefully it was good for you when you were back up here recently. It's pretty cool that I've got the chance to chat with you so recently after, of course, being back in Alberta, coming out and wrestling for NEW, because it'd been a while since you'd wrestled up in Canada. How was it? How was the experience? And yeah. uh, how was it, was it? It was crazy because I literally had not been back to wrestling Calgary or Edmonton since since I left probably, I guess. Um, so it was really fun, especially in Calgary, because that's where like, I lived for a long time before I moved to Mexico. So all my friends could come see me wrestle. I like one of my bestest friends, Sherry had like never seen me wrestle live. I I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I was, and she's like one of my bridesmaids and like, we've been friends since like we were 18, like we've been friends forever. Um, and so it was just crazy to me that you know, some people got to see me wrestle live for the first time. So, well, and you got the chance to get in a hockey game too. Although I will say yes. as an Oilers fan, maybe I want to avoid that a little bit. <laughs> I bought all the stupid souvenirs, you know, all the Calgary players souvenirs. As you should, as fun. you absolutely very should. Fun. Now, now I do want to ask, cause you brought up wrestling in Calgary. Ava Lawless has been absolutely tearing it up throughout the West coast through defy through obviously love pro wrestling. So what was your experience working with her for the first time? It was great. She was so, you know, happy and easy to work with and positive and, you know, just gave off for like a really cool vibe. I love her look and she was there for everything and just really excited to like have this great match. And so she did a really awesome job and I'd, I'd love to wrestle her again. Obviously you haven't been up here in a while, so maybe it's tough to speak, but you've got a wide lens on it. So how have you maybe noticed the Canadian scene changing both as being a Canadian yourself, but maybe as someone with a bit of outside perspective on it now? Um. I just, I'm just happy to see everybody thriving. I think that that is something that back in the day, (laughs) I mean, it was really hard to like, if you were on the, on the West side of Canada and you were on the, or the East side of Canada, like you kind of were stuck in these places because people don't realize, I've had to explain this to lots of my American friends and people in Mexico, like how big our country is. (laughs) So sometimes you really get stuck in these areas, you know, in certain, in your little territories, basically. Um, So it's really exciting to see people traveling more you know throughout throughout the country and with someone like Casey Spinelli who I've had you know one of my first matches was versus her and seeing her kind of you know being able to go across country and go to go to the west coast and wrestle for NEW and go to Calgary or Alberta Alberta and stuff like that so it's very cool I'm happy you brought Spinelli up because my little Mark moment, but like you were quite literally you, her, Tennille Dashwood and Veronica Vice were oh the God, fatal yeah. four-way <laughs> on the first ever wrestling show I ever went out to. So again, we talk off the bat about you being literally fundamental to my love of pro wrestling. Oh, I love there that. you go. Right. And, you know, I got to throw you under the bus a little bit here because another thing that was fundamental to my love of pro wrestling is a two season series that you were a part of called world of hurt. Take me a little bit through the that. The award winning and- 
series. The award-winning, <laughs> there we go. Excuse me. Let's, we'll take that out and post the award-winning world of hurt. Take me through your experience there, because of course you had trained with Lance, I think even a little prior to the show, but working with him and then working with a legend like Rowdy Roddy Piper, who I can only assume, but wildly different personalities, at least on the show. Yeah. Um, I think I'd been training with Lance like a month and a half or something yeah. when I got asked to do the show. And I remember like when I started training with him, I heard about the show, but I wasn't approached about it. And then I don't know if someone like pulled out or like, I don't really know what the circumstances were, but little old me with no experience got like put on the show, which was crazy. Um, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to be on a reality show. Oh my God. Like so proud of myself. You know, <laughs> I thought, you know, I, it was, it's just like funny to think about those things now, but I was very excited to be on the show. I thought it was super cool. Um, now when I watch the episodes back, I'm just like, oh my God, what is <laughs> going on uh. <laughs> but uh yeah you know I was just like working my northern light suplex I just couldn't get the northern light suplex. <laughs> it was very fun so it was a very fun and exciting time because it was just everything was so new to me and uh yeah it was just it was great and then doing season two obviously being asked to come back like six months later was also fun and yeah Roddy Wright Piper was amazing he's he seriously put a lot of like how can I put this he he really gave me a lot of inspiration for how like my promos are because he really was he talked about that a lot in character work which I think mm -hmm. you see you know character work is super important to me so those were he was he was one of those people that really taught me a lot about that for sure very cool and we transition nicely as well because we're wrestling consistently for the nwa of course challenging camille at nwa 74 but i was gonna ask you about that because everybody looks at the national wrestling alliance as this very uh traditional promotion and you're someone flamboyant very based in that character work how have you found yourself adapting to the nwa i i've been adapting well i think i thrive in any environment that challenges me and and this was just an, a different style or a different look and just different overall and i think that that's exciting so I'm just happy to be bringing my Ty Valkyrie flair and flamboyancy and fabulousness to the NWA. And I'll continue to do that at NWA 74. I mean, it's, it's me versus Camille. Camille and I have wrestled before in XPW here on the West coast. So I know what I'm up against. Um, I'm very excited to be, you know, wrestling someone who really challenges me and is physically like, she just is tall. She's strong. She's extremely talented. She's been holding this championship for a long time. So me as the modern day, I don't want to say belt collector. I was just going to say multi-time champion. Uh, <laughs> I just want to add the NWA women's, the Burke to my collection. So I'm excited for NWA 74 on August 27th and 28th. I will be wrestling on the 27th though at the chase in St. Louis. Yes. I have notes that I keep looking at because I forget names of buildings. Don't worry. Anytime <laughs> I look to the side here, I'm doing the exact same. We're yeah, good like, to go. Eh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we are two nights though in St. Louis and then we will all going on to uh, Nashville to do the tapings for NWA. So well, and lots of love to Camille, but here's to hoping on my end of things that you're wrestling on the 28th as well, because that means you will have defeated her claim to the Burke. And as someone yeah. who you aren't going to say it, but I'll call you the modern day belt collector. You know, you're the MLW featherweight champion. You're one half of the impact knockouts champions, uh, tag team champions, excuse me. Both of them are fairly new or have just been really reintroduced. Whereas the Burke, obviously, I don't need to speak to the lineage. So do you maybe approach it differently? Does it maybe mean a little bit extra or mean something different to you be, to be challenging for such a long tenured and, and well-respected title? Um, 
I, I would compare it to when I challenged for the first time, for example, for the Rain and Rainus Championship in AAA, which I'm now, I now am the Rain and Rainus Champion. That's my fourth reign, title reign as champion. Um, it carries a lot of, you know, legacy and a lot of history and a lot of, you know, the top women in this sport have held it. So people who have paved the way. So for me, I have so much respect for the Burke and I just know that I'm going in there ready to kick some ass and, you know, become, I mean, has there ever been an NWA champion who's Canadian or for a women's champion? I couldn't tell you. And let me tell you, I've been, I've been I think fact you need to do a little before, and I ain't doing that with the IWC. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a quick Google search, but you know, I just would love to, to be the winner of the NWA women's championship. I think I deserve it. I think I've proven myself over and over again over my 12 year career that I am, you know, a champion and uh, I will do that on August 27th. Absolutely. Now you're challenging Camille, but you could have been, if things had gone a little bit differently on the 26th, been challenging Chelsea Green. You're not going to have that happen for the National Wrestling Alliance, but you'll have her. You'll have Deanna Perrazzo. You're taking on Vexed, of course, with Rosemary Ragnarok, taking them on at Emergence on August 12th. When we first chatted, we talked a little bit about Deanna and Chelsea as individuals. Now they're again teaming together. Take me through your thoughts. Take me through uh, the mindset of Taya Valkyrie heading into defending a championship. Well, Chelsea, my Vancouver Island sister, love her, but she's going to get beat up. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, so like Deanna, I have a very long history with her having wrestled for the Reina's title, the Knockouts title, all these, you know, different things. Um, So I just, I know them extremely well. I know how much they want this, but they just, to to me, they, they don't stand a chance against Ragnarok. I mean, I have the demon assassin Rosemary as my tag team partner and ringside as always, you know, Jessica, someone who is, you know, our new ally who is so much fun and adds um, some excitement to this dynamic between us two. And, you know, Vex doesn't stand a chance. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I'll leave that one. I'm sure I'm going to get something in the comment section there, but oh, I'll, I'll leave that one. <laughs> I respect both of them. I respect Vex so much, but we are Ragnarok. We are unbeatable. And that is just, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, you touched on it a little bit too, and you're tying me in nicely well here, Ty. Us Canadians <laughs> even finishing each other's sentences, but yeah. you worked a ton with Rosemary prior to your time elsewhere. Now you're back. You're working with Rosemary again, but with the added little panache of jessica havoc so how's the experience been you talked a little bit about it but uh let's expand a little bit Uh, it's been amazing i respect rosemary on you know so much as such a creative genius that she is you know um in this sport and working with someone like jessica havoc is also a dream we all have worked with each other for years and we just have this natural like as we say like like you said finishing each other's sentences and we creatively just kind of like bounce off each other so well I also just think it's really fun that we are just so different, all three of us. And it adds this excitement and it adds kind of, you know, we have all different types of fans that follow us and all different kinds of haters that hate us. But uh, it's it's very fun. I, I couldn't be happier than have like someone like those two by my side. Do you approach title matches with a different mindset? Obviously working as a tag team versus approaching a singles match is a a bit of a different thing, but we talked earlier, like the Burke, the featherweight championship, all wildly different promotions. So do you approach it as just, I'm going in to defend a title or do you have to, uh, you know, approach with a different strategy a little bit? Um, I don't really think that, I mean, obviously there's a huge amount of pressure that goes into it anytime you're defending a championship. But I, but this is what I do. So I'm like thrive under, I thrive under pressure it just makes it more exciting for me. And, 
yeah, I don't know. I just always go in there, you know, prepared to show my best version of myself and lay it all out there on the line for those championships. Now you didn't win the championship, but you were a part of the first ever women's wrestling army show a few months ago. How was that experience for you? It was really exciting. It's, I mean, anytime anything is new or different, it's, it's fun to be a part of. And Maria Canellas is so passionate about what she's doing and women's wrestling in general. So to have her at the helm of that ship, you know, creating content, creating opportunities for women in this sport is just amazing. So I was really glad to be part of that. What's the difference? Obviously, you know, there's the obvious one, but what's the difference for you in working maybe an all female show or an all women's show versus working a traditional impact show or MLW show? Is there a different approach backstage? Is it a different environment or how do you there's feel? There's more that? of us and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> all about the ladies. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's different and the same. I don't know. How, I don't really know how to describe it, but it, I just feel like also when there's an all women's show that we're all just still like having to prove ourselves, you know? And so there's a different kind of maybe an energy or an excitement because we're doing something different and doing something that we are passionate about. Absolutely. Now, Ty, we'll close her out here quickly. I don't want to talk about specific goals because you've sort of answered those in the couple interviews you've done lately. Take me through the, uh, the desire to want to write a book because you brought that up a couple of times, but only fleetingly. So. Yeah, I, thought about it for a long time and I I maybe I haven't started because I'm scared <laughs> I don't know. it's very scary to think about like the opening up your entire world for people to read and to judge you know and I don't know I just I've thought about it even it's because it's come up so many more times now and I just really keep thinking about it I just need, think I need to sit down and at least write like the, an outline or at least put some ideas on paper and see where it goes um, my story is extremely different. My story is uh, like, like no other. I've had many wonderful and positive experience and other very challenging ones, even in wrestling and also in my personal life. So I just think that it would be really fun to, to revisit that. And, you know, one day maybe Netflix will make a series about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd tune in. Hopefully they get World of Hurt and Lucha Underground up oh, there. Great. We'll get the real triple threat of Taya Valkyrie up there. But well, Lucha Underground was exciting. Like there's, you know, a world of hurt. Oh my God. I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't clip any in here. Don't worry. We'll, we'll leave that one alone. But of course you talked about the book. You also mentioned when you were talking to Bill Pritchard about potentially going over to Japan this fall. So has there been any developments there? Or can we maybe confirm anything? Or are we leaving those ones alone so that Taya Valkyrie can just show up unannounced? Ah, well, we haven't, we can't confirm anything. Like I just, it's just something that I really want to do. And I've talked to some people out in Japan over the last year, because obviously with me being able, I'm being a free agent and kind of traveling and doing all this, all wrestling all over the place, but nothing is, I put it, you know, nothing is, in writing not, there's no dates sorry but hopefully we can make it happen maybe they'll listen to this interview you know i've obviously i've been started before i've wrestled for triple a out in in japan at Corker hall and different things so um i absolutely would love to make it out there again well whatever i can put out into the universe to make it happen from edmonton yeah, Alberta, you, positive vibes positive vibes you can bet your freaking bottom dollar that i will be doing whatever i can in my trust me limited capacity as far <laughs> as anything goes to make that happen you don't have any dates there but august 12th you are going to be defending the knockouts tag team championships with rosemary at emergence august 27th you're going to be at nwa 74 admittedly i don't know the next time you're defending your mlw featherweight championship it looks like Brittany blake's gearing up but i don't know when that's happening so if it is Fall let me know involved. things are happening 
moving. Things are the wheel, there's so many wheels moving right now. <laughs> it's the real penny lane. Everything is happening, right? But until then, Taya, if people want to keep up to date with the latest and greatest from La Huera Loca, where can they do so, friend? Um, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at the Taya Valkyrie. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com, sorry, slash Taya Valkyrie and all my exclusive exclusive content and uh, photos and BTS uh, behind the scenes, you know, and blogs um, that I post weekly are on TayaXO.com. Beautiful. Friends, support great professional wrestling, support great people. And I can tell you the person above me or beside me, I don't know if you're going to watch this before I edit it or not. <laughs> So wherever Taya may be on screen, they certainly are a great individual in professional wrestling. Make sure you support those people because they take the time. They support us by hopping on the show. And if you would like to continue to support Love Wrestling, follow us wherever podcasts are played, videos are viewed, or articles are written at Love Wrestling CA. It is always appreciated when you take the time for us. Taya, thank you once again. It is especially appreciated that you did. I know you're going through the media rounds and I'm sure there's a lot more people hopping up in your DMs, emails, everywhere in between looking <laughs> to chat. It's such an exciting time. So the fact that you took the time for me means a dang lot, friend. Thanks again. Of course. Thank you for having me. Anytime, friends. Stay up to date and make sure you tune into the next interview we've got here on Love Wrestling. For Taya Valkyrie, I've been Spencer Love. We'll see you on the next one.